Hi guys, how are you doing? It's your girl here. Welcome back to the Love and Faith podcast. Yay! <laughs> In the last episode, I talked about the friend zone and how to avoid it which may not be possible in some circumstances. Anyway, I think we'll all agree that what keeps people in the friend zone is lack of communication. This doesn't mean that both parties are not talking. It means that they are not having the conversation, in quote. And I think you will also agree with me that one of the things that keeps a relationship afloat is proper communication i have said it several times and i am going to say it again love alone does not sustain a relationship you have to put in the right amount of work and energy i mean there is the place of respect trust communication values that align making sacrifices you are not in a relationship with yourself you are in a relationship with someone brought up in a different environment, in a different home. Your values may differ, shouldn't be too much, but believe me, you will not always agree on everything. This means that as much as you love that person, you must also respect them. You must trust them to make good decisions, even if everything doesn't make sense to you. You must be able to communicate your fears, your thoughts, your beliefs and try as much as possible to meet in the middle so today i want to talk about communication you know how communication affects our relationships the importance of being able to convey our thoughts in the most appropriate way listening to understand and not listening to argue or reply so let's do this shall we (laughs) First off, what is communication? In this context, communication means being able to talk freely, openly, and feeling safe sharing our most private thoughts. When you communicate, you should be able to comfortably and considerably verbalize your concerns and feelings. Being able to communicate effectively is one of the keys to a healthy relationship You know, people have issues in their relationships and break up over trifling issues because they don't talk. And even when they do, they don't listen to understand the other person's point of view. So it's possible that someone is talking and the other person is not hearing what they are saying or has misheard something or misinterpreted what the person said, just leading to more conflict. And that is one of the reasons I advise that when you want to have a difficult conversation with someone or your significant other or you want to resolve a conflict, I think it's just better to do it physically, you know, face to face. Because if you try to resolve it over the phone or over a text, the other person may misunderstand your tone or they may think you're trying to be defensive. But when you do it face to face, you can see their body language, you can hear and understand the tone of their voice. But that is just by the way. Communication is a two-way thing. Someone does the talking while someone does the listening. 
a relationship cannot thrive or survive without good and healthy communication if you will have a healthy relationship you must be able to have heart to heart conversations about big issues and even trivial ones you know basically an open and honest conversation about everything and anything you see this topic is broad and i'm not even sure where to start from but i think i'll start by talking to people who don't talk or just find it difficult to share things with their significant other well if you're the type of person that wants your partner to guess when something is wrong with you or you want them to read you like you're the bible or you just want everything to be smooth and soft so you avoid conflict and difficult conversations you see it's just a matter of time before you ruin your relationship by yourself because in the long run all you'll be left with is pent-up anger unresolved issues and misinterpreted words your partner is not god Yoruba people will say God is Arinurode Olumoronko, meaning he knows your heart, your thoughts, and the deep things. Your partner is not Arinurode Olumoronko. Stop leaving them to guess when you are angry or when something does not sit right with you. Stop avoiding difficult conversations. You see, God made the mouth for a reason so that you can talk. When you don't like something, speak up. When you don't understand the other person's point of view, ask questions. When your partner doesn't see things from your angle, talk to them. Some of you are just unnecessarily angry at your partner because they said something that doesn't sit right with you or you misinterpreted what they said. But instead of you to talk, you just want them to miraculously guess that something is wrong with you. Well, I'm glad to present to you award of best in keeping milk <laughs> where the badge with honor <laughs> see you are not helping yourself you just want to frustrate your partner and lead yourself to a place where you find it difficult to talk to your partner about anything or everything so stop it i think this is more pe- uh, peculiar to ladies i don't think men find it hard to talk about something especially when it pisses them off or they are not comfortable with it whichever way if you are a man that wants your partner to always guess or force you to talk or if you are a woman that doesn't want to talk because you believe that your partner should be able to know what's wrong with you without you saying what you really want stop it now don't drive your partner away meanwhile same thing applies to friendships if something is not expressly said to you don't assume the person talking meant to say it stop assuming stop jumping into conclusions yeah now to those that talk but don't listen communicating with your partner is not only about you you don't always have to prove your point you have to learn to consciously and actively listen. I already said it. Communication is two-way. You must talk, but you must also listen. And don't listen to argue or just to invalidate the thoughts of your partner. 
You see, I think the problem with people that talk but don't listen is that they have no problem sharing with you how they feel. They have no problem speaking up when they are pained or when they don't agree with you. But that is all they want to do. They don't they don't know how to see things from your own point of view. They just want to say their peace and leave you to it. They don't really care about what you think or feel. So while you're explaining your side of the story or how you think they should have done something, the person who likes to talk but not listen will constantly try to shut you up. It may not necessarily be in a rude way, but whether what you're saying makes sense than what they said, all they want you to do is to agree that they are right and that's it. You see, being able to effectively communicate with your partner is great, but if you don't learn to listen, and I mean listen to really get what that person is trying to say, it's as good as you're still not communicating. So you must learn to be a good listener. You know, while your partner is talking, try to put aside your own thoughts for the time being. Try to see where they are coming from. Try to understand their intentions, their feelings, their needs and wants. Let the other person speak without interruption. So after listening, try to be careful with the way you construct your words. I'm not saying you should walk on eggshells around your partner, but try to be constructive with your words. So you should not say things like, oh babe, do you know that all you just said is trash? Or babe, you reason like a cow. <laughs> My god, that is awful. Even if you don't totally agree with what they've said, there are better ways to pass the message across. You can always say, babe, I don't exactly see it from your point of view, but I think, but I will think about what you just said. Or, I may not fully grasp all you just said, but we can always walk around it. You can agree to disagree. If it is a difficult conversation about something you hold differing opinions on, share your thoughts and reach a resolution. If you've said something wrong, apologize the right way. Don't just assume that because your partner loves you, it will automatically go away. Of course, love does not keep record of wrongdoings, but that shouldn't mean you should not do the, you should not do things the right way. After all, we are all humans. In summary, healthy conversations and active listening does the magic. Yep. Moving on, here are some tips I consider important to have a healthy conversation. First on the list is learn to understand people, most especially your partner. Understanding low matter, you know, understanding matters a lot. It will help you realize that the world does not revolve around you and that people cannot always see things from your point of view. Understand that people, including your partner, have gone through things in life that have shaped their beliefs, the way they think, and it is only normal that they don't agree with you on every topic. You see, the focus of communication is coming to an understanding. So whether you are bringing up hurt feelings or you are addressing conflicting ideas about future plans, at the end of the conversation, 
you must be able to reach a resolution. You see, more often than not, this resolution comes with a level of compromise, but that is what a relationship takes. Little compromises here and there. I, however, don't mean compromises in a bad way. Healthy communication involves speaking and listening with the intent of understanding your partner better. It is not about winning an argument. It is not about who is right or wrong. It is about both of you sharing your, your perspective and finding a solution as a team. You are a team. You are not on opposing sides. You are a team. You have to work together. You have to work together as a team to make it work. Secondly, have you heard about constructive criticisms? You have? Well, it works. So instead of constantly trying to criticize your partner or putting them down with your words, try to criticize positively. That is what constructive criticism means. Constructive criticisms help the other person improve themselves and it is easier to accept even if it still hurts a little so even if you are angry at your partner because of something they have done wrong and you just want to say how you're feeling try to do it in a more positive way so maybe your partner is trying to help you with something but didn't get it right instead of coming off and saying oh you're just bad at everything acknowledge their efforts and try to make them see how they could have done it better. You know, you could say something like, oh, thank you for helping me with so-so-so, but don't you think if you did it this way, it would have come out better? That way, the person knows that you're not really satisfied with what they've done, but you still appreciate them. In like manner, don't dismiss. Don't dismiss what they say because it doesn't suit you. Instead of dismissing, you can put across your thoughts by a question or an addition to what they've said or even a suggestion. Um, A practical example is maybe your partner is an impulsive buyer, but you're a person that plans what to do with their money even to the last couple like me. So while having a conversation about saving or what to do with money, if your partner makes a remark about how they enjoy buying on impulse, Instead of dismissing them by saying you're just a wasteful spender, help them realize that it's okay to enjoy the money they earn because yeah, they worked for it, but a good saving habit is also crucial. You know, let it come up as a suggestion and not a commandment. Thirdly, learn to allow them finish what they are saying. In short, don't interrupt some of you have that bad habit you just want to jump in the middle of somebody saying something you just want to jump in the middle of a conversation don't interrupt interrupting your partner comes from a place of selfishness trust is just selfishness it shows that you only want to drive in your own points you see that thing that is always pushing you to interrupt tame it especially if you've already said your piece or you spoke first in fact Not interrupting will help you listen better. So instead of saying, eh, let me stop you there, or you start talking even when the other person is still talking, teach yourself to allow the other person say what they want to say. You can then respond after that. In addition, don't try to avoid the tough conversations. 
I know that a lot of women do this, you know, we don't want trouble, we want everything to be rosy, sweet and soft in our relationship, so we just try to, you know, avoid those difficult and tough conversations, don't, do not, it will keep piling up and one day you would have to face it, so face it now. You know, it is easier to have a conversation when the matter being discussed is not a difficult one. But people tend to deflect when having tough conversations or they avoid it altogether. When you avoid difficult or tough conversations, you open your partner up to begin to assume things and you may react to that with anger. In circumstances where you are trying to resolve conflict or the conversation becomes heated, you both can retreat and continue the conversation when you are calmer. I think it's only common sense to avoid saying things when you are angry. So when things get heated, to avoid saying things that you don't mean, it is okay to stop or pause the conversation till you no longer feel away. Feel till you no longer feel angry, rather, pardon that. I'm not saying that you should walk out angrily or in a rude manner. You can just tell the person, oh, I think this is getting tweeted. Let us take a chill. Let us drink water. Let us do something else. We'll continue the conversation later. So you are not having the conversation to start a fight. You are not on opposing teams. I already said it. You are trying to resolve an issue. So you really want to avoid saying the wrong things or getting more angry. Lastly, learn to apologize when you are wrong. I don't just mean you should apologize when you are wrong. You must apologize the right way. Some of us have the habit of saying, oh yeah, sorry, big head. Mm-mm-mm. I know that he has a big head, but apologize the right way. <laughs> you should not finish your apology with a but. That totally robs your apology of sincerity. When you finish your apology with a but, it means you are trying to say sorry but with a counter accusation you know sorry but you know that mm -mm, there is a counter accusation when you are wrong apologize do it the right way with no buts you can always apologize with gifts but with the right words anyway don't just cover up with gifts conclusively as much as you're trying to communicate there are some things that you should totally avoid for example, bringing up past mistakes or rehashing the past, especially during an argument, it will just make the other person retreat into their shells and become defensive. You cannot go about saying things like, do you know that that was exactly what you did six months ago? <laughs> or that was what you said three months ago. I know that women do this a lot because we take note of details. So you are able to remember what happened 17 years ago or 100 years ago don't bring it up by let bygones be bygones that has gone already remember that love takes no record of wrong love is patient and kind so instead of going all best to remember offenses on your partner try to be patient forget every wrong because that is what forgiveness means don't raise your voice or yell at your partner it's it's an ineffective way to process your anger. So instead of yelling, take a break. Gain composure. When you feel better, start from where you stopped. Now, with this point of mind, 
I hope I've been able to convince and not confuse. <laughs> My God, well, that's it on this episode. Thank you so much for listening till the very end. I hope that this spurs you to have effective and healthy conversations. You know that I'll always love to hear from you. You can send me a message on WhatsApp. My number is 081-57474272. Or you can send me a message on Instagram. The handle is love and faith, spelled as L-O-V-E-N-F-A-I-T-H. If you have questions, topics you want me to address, you can always, always reach out to me. And if this is your first time listening to me, I want you to know that I appreciate you and you're welcome to the family. If you've been here since day one, you already know, you already know it, (laughs) that I love, love, love you so much and God loves you too. Enjoy the rest of your week and keep basking in the love of God. Bye.